We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Yes, it is time for that. Welcome back to BMP Midday Show. <laughs> Joe Gillio, Hugh Douglas here, 215-592-9494. And, uh, and we're going to have fun with this. And I think every time we, we play this uh, sound, there might be something off the walls. It could be something we just watched oh, no last doubt, night. Listen, no doubt about it. I'm going to tell you all right now, Philadelphia, listen. Sometimes it's going to be about sports. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes y'all going to hear some things that I have going on in my head. Y'all going to be like, what the hell is wrong with this man? Like, what was it, um, before we get to your point that you want to bring up today, in our pre-show meeting, I think this was maybe, I don't know, four days ago, you, you, you were wondering if you I knew who Lassie, who Lassie was. was. <laughs> like, listen, let me tell y'all what happened. I don't know why. I was, and, and, and I hate that I'm going to tell y'all when it happened, but I was taking a shower. <laughs> and for whatever reason, while I'm taking a shower, the thought popped in my head. I was like, hmm. I wonder if Joe Gillia know who's Lassie is. Know who Lassie is. While I'm taking a shower, and I'm like, because, and, and this is the thought process. I'm like, because that was my favorite dog growing up. If anybody out there that's in my age demographic know who Lassie is, you know exactly what I'm talking about because you grew up wanting a collie because that was the one smart dog that you, you know. And then I went even further and was like, I wonder, does he know who Old Yeller is? Because there's a little bit of a generation gap. Yeah. Here. There's a little bit of a generation gap. So I'm thinking to myself, so then it went further, and I was like, I wonder what his favorite dog was when he grew up, like his favorite TV dog. So I came in in the morning, and, and to Joe's credit, he didn't bat an eye. He answered the question. <laughs> but he looked at me at the time like, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> We're getting ready to do the show. And I was like, dog, what was your favorite dog growing up? Do you know who Lassie is? And he, asked, he was like, sure, I know who Lassie is. You mean a colleague? Like, because what I've noticed about you is you have a frame of reference for, for almost anything that I could ask you. And the way that you recall it is you'll say, oh, the, uh, the collie, the dog that played on TV, like you'll do stuff like that. So you knew what I was talking about. But it was just – I was just kind of wondering if you knew who Lassie was. So it's funny with that. So we do have a little bit of an age gap. But the TV, I, I spent a lot of time when I was young, Hugh, with my grandparents. My, both my parents worked when I was young. And they always had like TV land on. the old. Yes. Those, oh, so I watched – I feel like I watched shows that probably was more like what you watched because yes. they were like the reruns, and I watched them. So, yeah, I, I knew last year. Yeah, was. and it was, just, it was just one of those things that, you know, when you're getting to know somebody, I was just kind of curious. I'm like, I wonder who knows who last year is because it's going to be sometimes where I'm going to refer to something and you might look at me 
and, and think I'm crazy. But for the most part, when I do that, you're kind of right there with me. So what was on your mind this morning? What did you want to bring up here? Because we did have a, a game last night between the Sixers and the Mavericks. And, man, for the first, I would say, two and a half quarters, that I thought it was going to be the game of the year. I mean, it was just like shot, shot, shot. I mean, they – it was unbelievable to watch the offense, but they by the end, they just got cooked by Kyrie and, and Luka. Kyrie, Kyrie is a special player, man. Just the way that he moves, his 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 moving to the basket. He cut to the basket one time and did a finger roll. Like, it was, like, phenomenal. But the thing that that uh, that kind of got me last night, and I, listen, before I say this, I'm going to set it up like this. I, I, I play, you all know that I used to play sports, and, you know, I, I have a unique perspective when it comes to certain things, because I, I did play the game, but I'm also on this side of it. And and a lot of times when I listen to some of my hosts, like I listen to the show and I listen to some of the takes that some hosts have. And a lot of times I agree. And sometimes I don't, especially when you talk about certain things about if a player cares or not. So like we talk about uncle Howard, uncle Howard takes a strong take when it comes to certain athletes mm-hmm. and he will get, to some people, feels like it's personal, but I think you have to listen to what he's saying and kind of take into account why he feels the way that he feels. And and that leads me into the way that I felt last night. So I'm watching the game last night, and one of the things that popped out to me is Tyrese Maxey was out there balling. Mm-hmm. By the way, you know, and I know part of that probably was because of his family being there. His mom was sitting in the stands, and his dad, who used to coach him, was there. And one of the things that that I was thinking about watching that game was like, man. I remember the days when I was playing and, and watching my father, like when my father would watch me play, that's when I wanted to have the absolute best game because I know dad is not going to be as approving as mom. And you saw that last night with Tyrese Maxey and his family. Dad just kind of sitting there, mom's cheering for her baby and all this stuff. So it kind of brought back memories mm-hmm. for that for me. But it was something that that I saw during the course of that game that really – I'm not going to say rub me the wrong way because, listen, if you're hurt, you're hurt. And, you know, can't nobody tell you if you're hurt. You know, you, you, you know your body better than anybody. But Joel Embiid, and before I say anything further about Joel Embiid, I understand that he's a superstar, was in the MVP conversation for a long time, and that wherever we go, we're going to need him to get there. But – there were some things last night that I saw from him. And listen, this is my interpretation. I don't have anything to go off of. It's just what I see. And, you know, we live in a world where we're all visual. And it's all about, like, we, we take cues from, from what we think your body language is. Mm-hmm. So last night there was a sequence where If I'm not mistaken in that game, yeah. brings you back with him. He had a so great Joel run. B, Joel B comes in the game, and he's coming down the court. I, I don't know if I got the sequence right, right, but you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. He's coming down the court, and he stops. He gets his pocket picked. He gets his pocket picked. And you hear Reggie Miller say, oh, that was a bad play. That, they were able to recover from that. It wasn't as bad, but it was bad to have your, your, your star – get his pocket picked in the manner that he got it picked. It was like he was just standing and all of a sudden the ball is gone, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at that moment, and then they had a cut where they went back to his facial expressions. Now, this might not be fair, and I understand that, and I acknowledge that because I don't know Joel Embiid that well, and I don't know how he handles adverse situations. But as a former player and a person watching the game, because I'm straddling the fence here, guys, 
I'm a former athlete, but I'm I'm also beholden to the people that listen to this radio station. Now I got to give you my honest opinion. The look on his face bothered me, and I don't know, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know if it was a look of like I don't care. I don't I don't know if it was a look of I don't care. I, I'm I'm trying to be real careful in the way that I describe it. But it didn't. It wasn't a look that I think that he needed to have in that moment, especially when you fight to get back in the game the way that you did. Now they they went on to lose the game, but that bothered me a little bit. That bothered me that it felt like from his his facial expression that he didn't care as much as I needed him to. I think that's the fair way to say it, Joe. I agree. He didn't care as much as I wanted him to in that in that situation. I'm glad you said this. And I, I think it's really interesting. And, and 215-592-9494 to react to everything, and including your thoughts on the Sixers last night, and if you felt or, or saw the same thing you did. But, Hugh, I think it's interesting watching you learn the Sixers and Joel, you know, on a game-to-game basis. Obviously, we all watch the Sixers, and, and nationally there have been a big story the last four or five years. But just seeing, like, little things. Because I, I his body language sometimes stinks. Last year in the playoffs, Hugh, the, the, the day – they, I think, during the, I think around the second round they announced who the MVP is, mm-hmm. and and he wanted, he he really wanted to win it last year, and he thought he was going to win it, and they announced it as Jokic, and Joel that night, and he didn't say this, but I think everyone in Philadelphia felt it. He went out, and his body language was like he was going to cry the whole game because he didn't win the MVP, and mm-hmm. it, it drives me crazy. And I, I think, I think body language for your leader and the star matters. I, I think about it sometimes with quarterbacks, right? Because NBA superstars are quarterbacks, kind of similar, right? Mm-hmm. They're they, they're the most important guys. Jay Cutler had the worst body language I've ever seen. Kyler Murray now, his body language is awful. I, I think that just I'm just a fan. I, I'm not an ex-player. I think that stuff matters. Like, doesn't the team take on his persona? Yeah, and, and, and this is the thing. And and I know, like before anybody calls in, that my assessment might not be fair. I, I understand that. I get that. I, I I am okay with that. But at the same time, you're being like as a leader, that's all people have to go on because we don't know you. We don't know you like we want to. We'd like to think that we do. And when your body language shows me that whatever is showing me, because I, I don't even know. I, I, I don't want to be unfair to him and say he didn't care because he probably did. But your body language leaves me to interpret your reaction the way that I'm interpreting it. And, and for it to be in that situation, that magnitude in that game, the way that it was going, that could have been one of the best games in the history of the NBA, the way that it was going. Mm-hmm. And for that that sequence to happen the way that it did, and them for them to cut to your face and show you that to me that was unsettling. So I, I mentioned two one five five nine two nine four nine four. I mentioned a couple of guys I think had bad body language. Jay Cutler, Kyler has terrible body language. Could, could you could you ever remember Kobe acting like that? Like I got, can't I can't recall. Winner, like I just think champions don't act like that. I can't I, recall. I, I just don't. I I can't picture Michael Jordan, Kobe. Giannis now I I don't for I don't remember those guys having those moments I I I I feel you I, I think there's something to what you're seeing and I think it's interesting you you come in with a fresh set of eyes on let's get some reaction on the Sixers two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four T in South Philly what's up T Hey how you doing my man how y'all doing What's, what's going, going on T Hey T Hey hey you do not feel bad you you saying the right stuff my man like for real I've been saying this for the longest time. And everybody got this love and affectuation for Joel and B. It just don't make no sense. His body language. Look, I play basketball. I never made it to no crazy levels, but I understand playing basketball as a teammate. You know, so when you play basketball as a teammate, especially basketball, when you play basketball, you cannot um, have your hands out looking for the ball, 
somebody shoot the ball when they miss. You can't be sitting there throwing your shoulders, being mad when somebody miss. You can't um, get the when somebody shoot the ball, just be looking like like nobody else can't do nothing on the court. We clearly had a like we just had another game before that, and our team was playing so much better. They was moving the ball. Not to say we don't need Joel and B. We just need Joel and B to stop having this negative body language. Stop having this selfish attitude. That's all we need. We don't and, and be a little bit more aggressive. Stop trying to be a little dude. You seven two. <laughs> like you trying to be small and dainty. Yeah, it's like it's no dainty. reason. It's no reason for you to be out there trying to do all these euros and step backs and all that. Go out there, be a big man, and play basketball. Be a bull in the china shop. Be a bull in the china shop. Exactly. I don't understand what he be doing, but like you, like you said, his body language. You saw it. I've been saw it. It is ridiculous. It's like, like, like I'm 44 years old. He, I don't know how old he is, but I can see it. And I, and he, he's seven two. I'm, I'm only six foot, like 180. But he, to me, he's like a little boy. You know what I mean? Like to me, I'm like, right, hey, I mean, you remember the playoff game against Miami last year after he didn't win the MVP? It was like that he was pouting the whole time. Exactly. Like that's what I'm saying. He. That's all. Listen, I want him. I like him. I, I don't want him to look at this or hear it and be like, "Oh, I'm out of here. I, I just want to leave." Like, don't leave. Don't be a baby again. <laughs> See, and and and, 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 and that's the thing. I, I, I want to be fair because I know, like, listen, yeah. everybody does not handle things exactly, the same right. way. They don't. Exactly. They don't. So when you're talking, that's why you were trying to. Like, smooth it out. And I'm like, let me call him. I'm sitting here with my mom. I'm like, my watch, I'm about to call. So I'm sitting here. I'm taking my mind to Best Buy right now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm, I'm like. Oh, what y'all getting? Wait a minute. I don't know what she getting, but my mom be right. She do her thing, man. Like, she just, you know. Oh, is this like a, is the, it's like a treat? It's like a gift for mom? No, she just, you know, she needs something. Like, instead of calling Uber, I'm there for you. Oh, oh, so you the driver. You the, you, okay, yeah, got gotcha. you. Know yeah, good, saying? good. Like, that's a good son right there, man. Yeah, that's, that's a good how, son. That's how it is. But at the end of the day, though, I, I'm listening to y'all and I hear you trying to talk. And I'm like, you is not trying to say it. And I'm like, honestly, he's saying what I've been saying, but every time I say it, everybody be talking about, man, like, what are you talking about, Joel? He's he the best player on the team. What do you mean? We don't need him. We didn't him. I called y'all a little while ago, and I also told you that Maxi was one of the best players on our team. And I think one of y'all said, oh, um. Yeah, I said, um, I said we overrated him a little bit. Exactly. Yeah, but you, okay. you're all, think, everyone's welcome. I think Joe backpedaled a little bit off of that one. No, no, Maxi well, been no. these last couple and games. See, we appreciate <laughs> it. I mean, everyone's welcome. I motivated Tyrese Max. No, he's played. <laughs> I like how you spin that, yeah, though. Yeah, everyone's welcome. Him. He's listening to the show. He, he does listen. Uh, no, he's played really well the last three games. But it, the one thing off last night, just off on Maxi quickly, it, it's a trade off because he was out of the starting lineup, right? He was mm-hmm. a six man. There were they have much better offense when he's out there. Nice him and Harden he was like cameras action the last couple of days. But man. their defense when it's him and Harden yeah, back that's there, a it's suspect. like I mean it's it's Kyrie just yeah, blew Ky- past man, them. Man, Kyrie was doing stuff like dang here. I, I was watching like, how old is Kyrie? Because he he was moving out there like a, a twenty year old. He gets the basket as well as anyone I've ever seen. And but to the MB thing, like I, there's no rule that you have to be Mr. Stoic and you can't show emotion. But you go through the the champions in sports. Do they act like that? And see, that, I don't think they do. And, and see, that's the thing, Joe. Because that's not fair. As, as T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. And see, this is where this is where you're gonna get me straddling the the former athlete and and the talk show host because I can see both sides of it. You don't have to be an emotional rah rah guy. You don't have to be that. Right. That's not what I'm saying. He has to be, but that was a pivotal moment in that game. Mm-hmm. That was a moment where you're like four points from taking the lead, and your your team is fighting in to get back in and to have the turnover that you had. And then to have the body language, it was like, dude, like, if anything, you need to be an asset in this situation. You're coming off more as a liability by being out there. Well, and they feed off of him. When, when he's playing defense and he's he's into it and, and he's himself, I, the whole team feeds off. And I, I think they feed off the other way, too. When he's got that negative slump my shoulders thing, it, it carried the it whole was team. Just, it, it was more because it was it, – it, <laughs> and I, the way I'm describing it is bad. But it, was, it wasn't like his lip was hanging, but – the, the 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 I guess the non-emotion that he showed when you when they cut to him, I was like, dog, that was a big moment. Like you didn't, it wasn't like, dang, you know, my bad. It wasn't like none of that. Right. You didn't, it was like you weren't accountable for your actions, in my opinion. Yeah, and that's I, I think that's frustrating. Jeremiah's in Roxburgh. What's up, Jeremiah? Hey, gentlemen, how are you? What's Hugh? going on? Love you, man. Glad you're uh, here in Philly. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about Joel Embiid too. I was at the game on Monday against Miami. I was real disappointed in his body language. You know, uh, he'd just be hunched over in the backcourt while, you know, they're at the free throw line. I could just feel he doesn't care anymore. And, like, the beginning of uh, during their uh, off season, he got interviewed at the beginning of uh, preseason. And they're like, how'd you spend your off season? And he laughed and was like, I spent it on the couch. Like he just don't care anymore. It's I don't remember that one, Jeremiah. But but I, I, I do I, I do wonder sometimes where his head is and his heart is sometimes. See, see, and this is the unfortunate thing about when we interpret as fans body language, because everything that you say that doesn't sound like you're saying the right thing rubs you the wrong way. Like for yeah. just like you say the comment if he said laying on the couch. Because your thought process is like, why you ain't got your butt out there working on shots right. or working on your yeah, game? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. He could, he could be so dominant 
just like under the under the hoop, just every single play pass it to him. And 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 you just don't. I don't feel the heart from him no more. Well, and you said, and the, here's the the part that I think gets people. And Jeremiah, I appreciate he is dominant, right? He scores thirty three points a game. Yeah. But the there's I don't know. There's fifteen guys in the NBA that could score thirty points you, a game. You, Why did Kobe win, but the other guys didn't win? Like the, the, you, t- if you're he gonna, was driven. Yes, if you're gonna win a title or, or be a champion, you in the NBA that it's not like oh we have Joel and B will win. Well, there's. Ten teams have players kind of as good as him, right? They're all yeah. really good. You, you got to have a different level. You, you know what's funny? It, it, it leads me to a story. I remember uh, my son. I remember, like, he wanted to play football late. And I told him flat out, I'm like, dog, you late to the party. You late to the party. And he wanted me to try to teach him to play. And I'm like, son, I'm going to do what I can for you. But this is one thing that you have to know and you have to realize is that the work that you put in when I'm not around is going to be the work that really you benefit from mm-hmm. because that's what it's all about. You don't have to play football. You could do whatever you want in life, but this game here, the level of dedication, and I told him flat out, the level of de- dedication that you have to have to even just be a decent player, I don't think you're there. I don't because you're talking about you're trying to get me to help you be all you could be. That's something that has to be instilled in you. From a young age, you're not there yet. Go out and get a good job and be the best, be the best banker financier that you could possibly be. But this football thing is, is it, it might not be in you, and that's okay. So he went out there the first year, the first game. I had to, I had to work. I was in Atlanta. First game, he goes out there and breaks his ankle. Oh no, he broke his ankle, and 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 we had to take him to the hospital. He had to get his pins. And I'm like, hey man, it, I mean it's it's okay, it's okay. That because I knew. You weren't prepared because you 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 have like to play football. You just can't say wake up one day and say hey, I'm gonna go play and play. You got to work on your game all the time. You got to work on it all the time, even when you don't. You feel like you've arrived, and 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 you just can't, can't take that cavalier attitude. That's what it kind of looks like to me from afar. Is that you're so good and you're so big that you ain't got to work on it. But dude, if you want to reach that upper echelon, that upper stratosphere. Oh, you gotta you gotta constantly evolve as a player. Yeah. You have to, and you have to be ready when you get when you or your team gets punched in the mouth to to respond and yes. not, not quiver. And and sometimes it feels like Joel quivers. Tom and Abington wants to call me a liar about something. Hey Tom, that's strong. Yo, fellas, what's up, Tom? Today? Hey, Tom, what's going? On? <laughs> liar is such a strong <laughs> word. I'll explain. I'll explain. But first off, you I I enjoyed the uh, the Lassie story, but I gotta ask you about the most disturbing part of that story in my I know, opinion. I, know. I was in the shower. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean but they, yeah, they, what are you doing thinking of Joe Jiggly no, in the shower? Listen, listen, man. Sometimes thoughts come to you at, at the weirdest times. And you know what? I felt that, you know, since I was talking to family that I could say that and nobody would actually like think any ill of me because they know that I'm kind of think outside the box. Come on, Tom, we're family. Well that's what family's <laughs> for, isn't it? <laughs> well kinda, you're right about that. <laughs> So, yeah, um, so, Joe, you are a liar, and I will prove this through Q&A. All right. Would you ask Joe there if he eats fish? No, I didn't. I asked him, was he, I asked him, when did he? No, no, can you? Can you ask him? Oh, can I ask him? Joe, do you eat fish? I had salmon last night. Yes, Tom, (laughs) eat fish. Therefore, you are not. A vegetarian, sir. All right. I'm a pescatarian, Tom. Does that that make you feel better? Yes. I feel much better. Okay. Right. I need some protein in my diet, please. I, I got to have something here, Tom. Joe, that, isn't that what the beans are for? Yeah, the, be- the, beans, the beans do have the good beans protein. The beans do have protein. Yeah. 
You need yourself a steak and potato, my man. It's been it's been like five years since I steak. <laughs> so I don't look. It is the day of the podcast. This is the age we live in. I get it. Everybody has a voice, a platform. I, I don't mind these guys coming out and saying what's on their mind. But the three um, people that you guys have as a point of reference here. They're pointing fingers, and that's where I have a problem. So you have uh, CJ pointing the finger at JG. You got um, uh, Sirianni was thrown under the bus. Uh, no, see. Uh, well, yeah, you no, know, AJ did right when AJ talked about how AJ, he, he yes. thought they were going to lose when they when they kicked the because field goal. They should have yeah. went for a touchdown. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. and then and then you have no place play who just threw everybody under the bus other than I the defensive back. That going to stick. That's sticking. Yeah. <laughs> well. I mean, he didn't have the best second half of the season You're right. for him to be popping off at the mouth, I guess. You're right. And, and Tom, it's 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 disappointing because they had such a great year, and for the most part, they, they endeared themselves to the city. But, like, this isn't the kind of thing that's going to do them to anybody. No, no. It messes with the uh, the culture, and that's a huge part. Um, so, yeah, I, I would just appreciate it if the guys would pipe down and, and not come across as the uh, 40 – Winers, um, yeah, and that and Tom, that's it, and that on top of it, Tom, we appreciate the Forty ers thing before that. Uh, two weeks of, of it, you know, us complaining about the Niners fans complaining, and the Niners players, and now we're kind of having it here. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's high hop board. We'll come back. Give an update on our Twitter poll question: Does it bother you the way the Eagles players, specifically AJ Brown, Chauncey Gardner Johnson, Darius Slay, have reacted talks as a Super Bowl? It is frustrating us. The Embiid stuff with his body language that that caught use attention last night. And do you want Reese Hoskins re-sign? A lot to discuss. 215-592-9494. We'll hit it all next. Your phone calls. And the Eagles met with a quarterback at the Combine. Could be a potential backup to Jalen Hurts. We'll tell you who that is and if we're in on the idea. 215-592-9494 at Sports Radio 94 WIP. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hugh Douglas Show, Julio Midday Show. 215-592-9494. That is how you hop aboard here on this Friday afternoon. We'll get back to the lights here in a second, even update on our Twitter poll. But, Hugh, there's a, this is kind of interesting. So the Eagles have met with a quarterback. Always interesting when the Eagles talking to quarterbacks at the Combine. Dorian Thompson-Robinson, who, of course, is the UCLA quarterback, played for Chip Kelly the last couple of years. And, um, Hugh, what I think is interesting about him is, and we've talked a little bit about this, whoever the backup's going to be next year, you know, obviously it was Gardner Mitchell the last two years, I think it would help the Eagles if they had a quarterback who played more of the style Jalen Hurts does. So if Hurts does go down, and look, he's missed games the last two years, you kind of can plug and play. Like the Ravens have had Tyler Huntley, and I think he's a decent backup quarterback, and and I know their offense isn't clearly as good without Lamar Jackson, but they can run the same offense when Tyler Huntley is in there. So we'll see if the Eagles go after a quarterback that plays a mobile style like Dorian Thompson-Robinson. I'm intrigued by this, you and – from what I was reading, maybe third, kind of fourth-round pick with him. Yeah. I mean, and it makes sense to go out and get a quarterback that is the same body type, mm-hmm. uh, can run – had similar skill set so that there would not be an issue where you have to adjust your offense to accommodate, say, a Gardner Minshew or somebody like that. You can you can run you can run what you want to run with a, with a similar quarterback. Yeah, and the th- other thing about it is we we know they're up against the cap this year. They don't have much money. Like backup quarterbacks, good ones, they'll cost you five or six million dollars. Like they were able to trade for Minshew on his rookie deal, so that was cheap. But he's he, he's a free agent now. 
So I, I heard Mark Cerise talking about maybe Jacoby Brissett. Um, you going to cost a little bit. Of we talked about Marcus Mariota, who's you know again that's a similar style, but he's not going to come cheap, Mariota. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, even though he did walk out on the Atlanta Falcons, <laughs> and that might that might not sit well with some people. Yep. But let me tell you, let me tell y'all this, Eagles fans, you do not want Marcus Mariota here, like backing up nobody, even if he's not going to play. You don't want that. He he is not. Like, for you to be upset because you lost – like, he was horrible. He did play poorly. He he played horrible. Horrible. <laughs> and for Sounds you like you're out, scarred from watching no, those games. it's just like, dude, like, there were games where, you know, if, if – they were winnable games if you could just make a play. If you could just make one play. He couldn't do it. He could not do it. And, you know, for a lot of times we were told down there that, you know, he could be a, a serviceable backup. We were even told at some points – that he could probably be the starter. Never saw it. Never saw it. You don't want him here backing up nobody. You don't want that. So if they don't want to go the, the veteran route, then a guy like Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Makes sir- sense. Yeah, it does. And you know, We'll see how high he gets drafted. I mean, if he's going to be higher than a third or fourth round pick, it's, it's probably not going to work out for where the Eagles are at right now. But I, I'm intrigued by that name. 215-592-9494. Let's talk to Joe and Mayfair. What's up, Joe? Joe. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, buddy? How are you guys doing? What's, up, what's up today, Joe? What are you thinking? Well, like I got a couple of points. I got one about freedom of speech, um, and two the Sixers. So I'll start off with the Sixers. Okay, here you're not wrong. Anytime mm-hmm. Embiid is not the, you know, the face or the best or something, someone else is having a better game than him. This is how he's always been. When you have Tyrese Maxey and the team without Embiid destroying Miami, who you couldn't beat when you were in the lap a couple days ago, and the team is 9-4 and four without you. Now you come into Dallas and Maxie's family's there. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Max is putting on a show. He put on you a decide show to get three rebounds in three quarters. No blocks. No disruptions. Three rebounds in three quarters. You decide to take off against Miami on a locally televised game, but decide to play on TNT. This is what Joel Embiid has always done. I'm done with it. I really am. His emotions, his behavior, his lack of leadership, his lack of team always falls aside when he's not the number one star. Well, and Joe, That's to, to, to your, the points you're making, I mean, I, I, I will never be able to get over his – performance and body language the, the day after, whatever it was, the same day, I forget exactly the timeline, but like when we found out and he found out he wasn't going to win the MVP last year, he checked out of that playoff game. Let me, let me, let me, let me take it to this year. It's a telling point. When his basket was a little late against the Celtics, what was his comment? The story of my life. Not the team, my life. Not the team. That's a, that's a loser mentality. So I've, I've had enough. I, I want them to lose in the first round. I want uh, Butler to beat him for Miami. I want Doc on. I want Harden out of here. I want you to trade Embiid for picks and another up-and-coming player and start over. Because I'm done with the process. It's over. It's done with. 
you're never winning with Embiid. He's never going to put the team first. So let's move on to Darius Slay and my points about this. Yeah, what do you think on that? In the world that we live in, we all want freedom of speech. However, on the flip side, when people have freedom of speech and promote their podcast, and you know this has been going on since Shock Jock Radio, when what, how do I get people to want to listen? Mm-hmm. Stephen A. Smith on First Take. All these people, how can I get people to pay attention to me? And that's the world that we live in. So I'm not mad at anybody because I want freedom of speech. You take freedom of speech away, then this is what you're going to get is no one doing anything. So, Joe, it's interesting. And, and, and Joe, we appreciate the phone call. I mean, you, I mean, in, in a sense, Darius Slay is not that different than us, right? He's, he's doing yeah, content. Yeah, he's doing his thing. Yeah, he's, he's doing his thing. And, and as are we. Here's, but here's where the lines are blurred. I'm reacting to him as an eagle, right? Yeah. Like I, I, I understand. I get it. I, I totally understand. He's he's probably saying what he's saying to get people to listen to his podcast. That's I, I get that. I, and I, it's I, a hot. It's a hot topic. Yeah, it's I, like he, he's doing topics just like we do topics every morning. Totally, but but he's an eagle. Yeah, he's that, still that's playing. The he's still playing. Yeah, that that makes it that, that changes it. And the whole thing, the whole thing, the whole Sponsored by PI Dental Center. Your smile is the first thing others see when they meet you. Learn about and schedule your evalu- evaluation at PIDentalCenter.com. So we had two polls up today. First one, does it bother you how the Eagles players have reacted to the Super Bowl, specifically A.J. Brown, Darius Slay, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson? 78% say no on that. So most are okay with it, which... That's it, the, the world we live in, man. Yeah, and, it's, and I think it's, it's probably an age thing, too. This one was interesting. Do you want the Phillies to re-sign Reese Hoskins Pretty split, fifty-two percent yes, forty-eight percent no. So I, I think it's still it's a lot of people are split on Reese. We'll see what happens this year. He's playing his first spring training game right now. Jack is at Santa Barbara. Hey, Jack. Jack. Hey you. What's hey Joe. On, What's up, Jack? Hey. How are you, buddy? Hey, hey you. I go back to you on hockey with you, Mister Black Hockey. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Black Hawk, I remember that. Hey, hey, a shout out to Big Daddy Graham, man, because I, I basically took that bit from him. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you were in your, you were in a fly. He's actually, he was wearing his Flyers lanyard. Yeah, I got today. my, I got my lanyard. I'm going to a Flyers game soon. I'm trying to get Joe yeah. to go with me. Ho, ho, will, I, will there be any Flyers fans there, or just Rangers fans? Channing, yeah, I'm I'm a native son of Philadelphia, and I go back to Old Yeller. And when they took me <laughs> to that. <laughs> When they took me to that movie and I was a kid, I said, uh, you know what? I think I'd rather go outside and play baseball than go, go to the movie. Yeah, that was kind of hard. For the day yeah, it was a lot. That's that a lot to take for a kid. A yeah. lot to take in. Yeah, man. That was, that was not fun. Um, so, you got all scarred from that as a kid. <laughs> you, brought up, you brought up a bad memory of my child. But, but I do remember who Lassie was. And Lassie was, was, was the bomb, man. Lassie was great. Yeah, definitely yep. great. Definitely. Great. Um, so Joe, uh, our our buddy Embiid. Mm-hmm. Okay, great players make everyone around them better. Okay, mm-hmm. he he doesn't do that. So the night before, when they got Harden on the point, running everything, he played his role, and they rebounded the ball and ran. Okay, now. Maybe that was a fluke. I don't know. But it got me to thinking that Joel, what he does, and he hasn't been playing basketball that long. He's only been playing about eight years total. Um, You know, he's a trained soccer goalie is what he is. And 
you made a reference to him bringing the ball down low and getting his pocket picked. Well, that's what happened with Boston that when, when Jalen Brown stole the ball and he was standing there not paying attention and it, and it, it turned the momentum in the game. So he's playing like he's a guard all the time. So here's, here's my thought on this, Joe, and we've talked plenty of basketball. You get him up in the high post, he shoots 86% from the line. Mm-hmm. So you, you get him up on the high post and you teach him high hands as a big guy. He can spin around and make that shot from the elbow probably 80% oh, of the time. Oh, I agree. Time. I, 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 I'm not, I, he can make – the thing about him, and Jack, you're probably right on that, that it would help him with less turnovers. He can make any shot on the court. That That's the frustrating part here with you. We're not talking about a decent player. We're talking about a – I mean, a tremendous – he could do everything. He could hit threes. He hits his free throws. He hits turnaround jumpers. I mean, he's a phenomenal basketball player and obviously he could play defense too. I, I think we have a higher standard for him because he's he is great. Yeah, and, and, and I look at that moment, that moment in particular, when the game was in reach mm-hmm. and to have that turnover and then to have that sequence where it just looked like it, it almost like you didn't understand the magnitude of the moment or, or what could have potentially happened with that turnover, because Reggie Miller knew he's like, oh, that's bad. That's a bad time to have a turnover. And and it, it just, that bothered me. That bothered me, and it made me realize, I'm like, okay, yeah, I see why people would feel the way that they feel, because he looks disinterested in a in, in that game. He just looked like he was, he would have rather been anywhere else but where he was at that moment. The best way I can t- describe how I feel when we have these discussions about him is, I think he's a great player. I don't think he's a championship player. I, I just that, don't. And that, that, there's a difference. There's you know, definitely a difference. I was telling you a story about how, you know, I, was, I had a chance to talk to Travis Schlink, and, and, and he was talking about vetting young players. He said, you have to figure out what drives young players nowadays, especially way more now, because the NBA is a star-driven league. And you got, like, there have been many guys that have been drafted by the Sixers, have come through this organization that you look at that they have the star potential, but for whatever reason, they do not work out. Ben Simmons was one of those. Markel Fultz was another guy. You look at them and you try to figure out what makes them tick. A lot of guys just want to get drafted in the first round because they know they get that guaranteed money. You have to try your damnness to find somebody who wants to be a transcendent player. That's the problem. You know, you, you talk about, say, as, as much talent as, as, as John ja Morant has. John ja Morant seems like right now, allegedly – He's his own worst enemy. I agree. He's his own worst enemy. Has all the talent in the world. He right now is spiraling, or allegedly, he's trending in a in the wrong direction. Yeah, there's a lot of smoke, and usually when there's smoke, there's probably some yeah. fire. And 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 that's the tough thing to do in the NBA because it is such a star-driven league, and you need a star. You need a star. Now we can talk about trading him and drafting picks and all this other stuff. You're just putting yourself back in a situation where you might draft a guy, he might be good for a couple of years, but he's not that transcendent guy. You want somebody, and it's hard to find, that's willing to put it in an extra work, that, that has the passion and compassion that you want as a player. It just doesn't seem like those guys are around as many. They're few and far between. Yeah, and, and some of it might be generational. I, I thought that, you know, Kobe, Kevin Garnett, like they, they, that was, they lived to win. They lived to win. And then, you know, this is the funny thing about it. Because when I watch basketball, and I, and I look at most of the players that the elite players, 
the one thing that that when we talk about elite players that they all have in common, if you want to be considered an elite player, you you have to be a champion. You know, that's the game. The one thing that that like I love watching the TNT show with, with Charles and those guys. But the one thing that Shaq always teased Charles about rings, and you ain't get no ring. Yeah. Because that's the standard nowadays. It's the ultimate trump card. <laughs> yes, it is. Because once you had that ring, that like I don't care what the con- – you could be telling bad jokes. You got a ring, everybody laughing at them terrible-ass jokes you're telling them. You're in the club. Yes, you're, yeah. you are in the and club. Joel's, not in the, Joel's, in the, Joel's in the second round club right yeah, now. That's, he's that's, not in the club. Yeah, it's not in. Harvey's in Mount Airy. What's up, Harvey? Hey, how's it going? What's going on? Hey, Harvey. Joe, good show. Enjoy your show. Thank Shoot, you. Man, you got uh, somebody we both know in common. I don't know if you remember, but – Quite a few years ago, a friend of yours renewed his vows in the Bahamas. I was there on that trip with you. you oh, okay. I know you're talking about. Okay. I think I know you're talking about. Yeah. But getting to your boy, Joel and B, I'm glad you brought that up. I didn't see quite the same thing you saw because I missed the first quarter. Mm-hmm. But I've I seen a funny-looking expression on his face now. I never played close to the level of ball. I'm a basketball player, but on a low, low, low level. But I'm pretty good at reading, you know, body language. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I was thinking was, I know the bench was in and was playing pretty competitively. And I didn't know if, if he was getting pissed because they were getting all the ink and maybe Doc sat him down longer than he should have. But as much talent as that brother has, he, uh, he don't have it. It, it, it. It's that it factor. He's not clutch. He's not like... A uh, Kobe. Uh, now he don't have to be Kobe or Mike, but he has to be himself. But he don't have that extra. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that yeah. extra gear. He don't. He don't. I, I think you said it. Harvey. That's the best it, way to say he got. It don't feel like he got that dog in him. Yeah. yeah, he don't have. He don't have that dog. Now I'm from the old school. I'm older than both of you guys. I'm what they call an old old head. <laughs> but you know, and he didn't want to take any any criticism from um, not a larger one. Man, I would tell him, man, get your ass down on the block. Or as the other guy said, if you're going to play the high post, everybody teaches you this at a low level. If you tall, hold the ball up high. Hold it up high above your head. So if they go for the swipe, more than likely they're going to foul you. But he thinks he, he has a guard mentality. And yeah, Har- yeah, Harvey, he di- I'm glad you brought up the Elijah one thing. And, Harvey, we preached the call. Appreciate listening. Uh, a couple of months ago, um, Hugh, Elijah Wan criticized them beats game. Uh, and it's interesting because a lot of people have compared Hakeem Elijah Wan's feet, footwork, right? Former soccer players. Um, there's some similarities physically with those two guys. But Hakeem doesn't like Joel's game. I, I sent I sent this to um, our, our midday show chat the other day. I thought it was interesting. The Athletic had a poll of ex-NBA players because he, he mentioned the term old heads, right? That's mm-hmm. like the NBA term for old guys that used to play. And there was a, a bunch of questions, but one of them was, which current player do you enjoy watching the most? Nobody said Embiid. And I, I just struck me because he's a, he is a great player. Like mm-hmm. Steph Curry got the most votes. John Morant, who you mentioned a few minutes ago, got the second most. Jokic, third most votes. Then Durant, Luka, Giannis, LeBron, Kyrie, Tatum. And then a bunch of players got, you know, maybe some votes, but under 2%. So all those players I mentioned got at least over 2%, not Embiid. All the older players, for and I don't know why. I mean, they all have their own reasons, but they... For some reason, he doesn't. His game doesn't resonate with that. That's a that's another that's another show that we're gonna have about oh, old players as as, a, as opposed to the young players. But they probably don't like the way that he plays the game, mm-hmm. like you know, because they, they feel like he should be a more of a banger. But 
most big fellas ain't trying to do all that banging like that. Not anymore. anymore. That, that, that's not. It's not. It's a different time, man. So I don't. I don't think that that's fair. But you know, it, there's something to be said about work ethic, and there's something to be said about being just the best player on the floor and just waking up and being able to play. I mean, that's great. I, I don't. I don't know what that's like. But you. You have to, in order to be, one, considered one of the elite players. Man, you got to put in the work, and that and that that never stops. You know, the the one thing that I, I vividly remember about Brian Dawkins as a player, Brian, as soon as the season's over, I think Brian would take like two days off and start working out again. You know, Brian probably work out. No, I can't say that, but Brian work. Brian still works out intense to this day. That doesn't surprise me. It does not surprise me. But that's what, and you know that that type of leadership is infectious. Because one of the things that, that when I went into the offseason that I knew for a fact, like, hell, Brian working. And, and Brian is going to be looking at me. Trot's going to be looking at me. All them cats going to be looking at me to make sure that I'm on top of my game so I can't let them down. That's what it's about, man, especially when you talk about trying to win championships. Because at the end of the day, that's it. You know, we're going to walk, we, walk together for the rest of our lives because that, that's my family. And we went to the Super Bowl. But, boy, if we'd have won that thing, oh, boy, life would be a whole lot different now. It's, it's good. Life is good. Don't get me wrong. Life is great. But, boy, it'd be a whole lot better if we won that Super well, Bowl. Well, and that, it, it, when you said that about Doc, it's the follow the leader stuff, right? You you guys followed him, his yeah. work ethic. And, and I think the Eagles, in a way, this year started following Jalen, right? Jalen's work ethic. And yeah. They became a great team. The Sixers followed Joel. He's up and he's down. Yeah, because you don't want to let that. Like, when you see your leader out there, busting his ass and doing certain things as a player you don't want to let him down because you see the effort that he's putting forth so it's like man I got to pull my weight I got to do a little bit more and 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 I can say to a man that's what it was when I played with the guys that I played with it was like dude we just lost in the NFC championship game we got to get back there can't let these cats down man because that's that's the kind of motivation that you have because that's how much it meant to you and I don't think it's a coincidence to the Phillies last year. They get Schwarber, who's the ultimate leader, and, and, and they won. They didn't know how to win before that. Let's grab Mike and Drexel. He has a new name for our show. I'm excited Mike. for this. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's up, guys? What's going on, Mike? Hey, Mike, what are you thinking? How you doing? Good. Uh, Good, man. I've had season tickets for 36 years with the Eagles, and um, that doesn't mean anything, but I just think that bringing back Gardner Minshew as a backup might be a good idea because of his experience. With the offense. So I don't hate it, Mike. I mean, I know he yeah, lost. How much money are you going right. to get? Are you going to pay him to be a backup? or like, he gonna get no. a, He going to get a nice little piece of cheese now. Yeah, it all depends on how much they got to pay him. Right. That's true. Yeah, and, and look, he um, didn't play well in the two games here. We saw last year, though, when, when, they had, when he had to come in for Jalen in 2021. He, I mean, he's, I, he's certainly a, a capable backup for sure. He is a capable backup. Um, the other thing is, big fan of yours, Hugh. Uh, we have uh, one of your jerseys. And we have a T-shirt that says "Fear the Fro." No, oh, that's when I used to have hair. <laughs> do, you, do you love that T-shirt? Yeah, when I used to have hair. I need one of those, right, Mike. Right, right. So I, I was thinking maybe a nickname for your show could be uh, Joe and the Fro. <laughs> yeah. Joe and the Fro. But the that, only problem we're is we're both bald. Yeah, we don't. It, there's oh. no. There's no more hair here. No, I mean, you've no, got a beard, but that's it. It, it. I would say, Mike, if if you still had the Fro, it'd be perfect. Yeah, but the, that would bald, be perfect, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'm bald though. I'm 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 bald, bald. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. And the other thing is, uh, Reese Hoskins, definitely bring him back. Oh, you're a Reese guy. I'm a Reese guy. He's a Philly guy. He 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 gives it all 
you know, that bat slam, he's a Philly guy, man. You got to bring him back. Yeah, well, he, he might not be the greatest first baseman of all time, but he tries, he works hard. Well, that, you, I mean, you're not, he, I'll put it this way. Mike, we appreciate it. He's, he's one of the worst first basemen in baseball. And he's playing. It's going to be. A see what. Let's see what happens. Yes. It really, really does. Yeah. I think they're right for the wall. And it works out, and the money's there. Maybe he comes back. You. Two weeks down. Fun show today. Oh, it's over already. It's over. We oh, got to hand wow. it off to Mark Cerise. All right. They're hey, waiting. They're down there. What are they? Chicken and peas. They're a chickies a piece. All today. right. Chicken and peas. You ready for the weekend? Yes, I am. About to go hang out with my son. Probably. You know. Well, I know I'm not taking him to the movies because that doesn't work out well. That <laughs> did not work out. <laughs> you have a great weekend, everyone out there. Have a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk again on Monday. Enjoy it, including big Sixers game tomorrow. Sixers Bucks. We'll see if Joel's body language is better. Good afternoon. Philadelphia. There we go. Everyone have a great weekend. Sports Radio 94 WIP. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.